It's your host, Chris Pepper, and here come my tips for round eight. Laces out. Listeners, we're back again for round eight of the AFL season. How quickly is the season going right now? It is flying. Um, if you had to listen to my tips last week, you would have got a lovely eight out of nine. Unfortunately, the Swans have let us down again for, I think, third or fourth time in season 2018. But hopefully we can swing the trend starting from tomorrow night. So let's get the season going with my tips. Okay. First of all, Hawthorne playing the Sydney Swans 7.50 at the MCG. Once again, nobody Franklin. Robinson and McCartan to debut for the Swans. Ricky Henderson and Will Langford make their comeback into the team. 7.50 at the MCG, like I said. It is going to be pouring rain, apparently, according to the uh, Jane Bunn forecast. I love a Jane Bunn forecast. Um, and so I'm strongly going to go here with the Hawks. I just think that um, Sydney, they are a little bit down on form, on confidence. Hawthorne are riding high at the moment, and I think they should take it out. I, don't, I think it'll be a low-scoring game with the weather, so if you're going to have a bit of a punt, go for the under-39 margin. But I think Hawthorne will just be too strong and will just uh, tick along nicely. Don't be surprised, though, if uh, Swans go completely against the grain and somehow take it out. But I don't think it's going to happen. So first tip of the round, we'll be going the Hawks. All right, moving on to the GWS versus the West Coast Eagles at Spotless Stadium, 1.45pm on Saturday afternoon. Uh, Isaac Cumming making his debut. Congratulations, young fella. Jeremy Cameron and Rory Lobb are in. Uh, Brayden Ainsworth, Brendan Archie, a couple of new deb- debutants, And Fraser McKins is out. Um... GWS have swung the axe pretty hard. Buckley in one, week, in one week, out the other. Jonathan Patton omitted, and also Nathan Shipley. And the West Coast Eagles, well, they've basically lost Nick, Nick, Nick Natanui and Luke Shuey um, and Petrucal. One with uh, suspension, two with um, uh, injuries. Look, there's a couple of good ins. Uh, they're definitely going to get some ruck, ruck relief and some help up forward, but I still think they're a quick bit light on. Uh, the game at home will help them. Uh, but West Coast are playing a bit out of their skins at the moment. They are doing better than anyone, I think, is expected. Um, and I honestly think that they will take out the points. There's going to be my first... Um, it's not a semi-upset, but I just think the GWS at home, they are very, very strong. I just think the Eagles are playing great football at the moment. If they can counter the Nick, Nick Nat Nui loss, and obviously Shuey being a loss as well, but Nick Nat, is, um, since he's come in this year, has, has been um, pivotal to their rise up the ladder. If they can cover that, um, I think they've got enough weapons around the ground to make the difference. So the West Coast Eagles to take that one out uh, once again, probably by a couple of goals. All right. Uh, normally we'd call out the showdown, but I'm calling this one the shit down. Uh, Carlton and Eston, 210 at the MCG. Um, they are traditional rifles, and at the moment they're traditional cellar dwellers because both of them this year have been absolutely dung heap worthy. Uh, Charlie Kerno's back. Darcy Lang makes his debut. Jed Lamb's back in as well. Um, unfortunately, they're going to lose um, Levi Casbolt. Fantasia's been. Uh, McKernan's in. Jonah Danaher, Andrew McGarr, McGrath out as well. I'm tipping Carlton for this one. Yep, I think um, Carlton, they're on the right track. They've got to stick with Brendan Bolton. The board knew what they were in for. They've had to go back to the draft. They went the uh, Sally's No More Gaps approach by getting a lot of the people from GWS, and it's 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 helped, but it hasn't solved the issue. Um, they've gone back to the draft. They've, they've recruited these great guns. Charlie Kerno is going to be an absolute superstar in the near future. 
The phone's going off at the moment. We're just going to put that one on um, silent at the moment. Um, we might have to let that one ring out, unfortunately. Um, but what we're going to be doing is, oh, like I said, Carlton are going to win this. I think Joe Danaher, even though he hasn't been playing that great of football, he's out. Um, I'm also saying Andrew McGar. Andrew McGrath is going to be another loss to them as well. I wish his person would absolutely bugger off. Thank you very much, uh, voicemail. Um, and so, yeah, I think Carlton will take this one out. It's going to be wet and sloppy conditions again down here in Melbourne. The weather, we're looking for some pretty big downpours, and I think it's going to be... Um, one of those sloppy type of games. The scores aren't going to be high, but I really think Carlton have penciled this game in from a number of weeks ago. Um, you know, they, they almost did the job uh, a, couple, a couple of weeks ago. They're they just steadily improving, and I really think they can get Essendon. They're at their lowest at the moment, um, and they've got some heads that really need a bit of a, a head pull, such as Breton Goddard. He's just an absolute flog. Um, and so I'd be really, really happy for all my Carlton supporters out there, Carlton listeners, that you get across the line because... Uh, I don't like Essendon, you know that, and I hope they get their pants pulled down. So, um, Carlton, maybe, maybe in a close one. All right, danger game, but if they decide to play their proper football like they have over the last couple of weeks, they should run away with this quite easily. And that's the Gold Coast Suns versus the Melbourne uh, at the Gabba, 4.35pm, or as they would say, the Twilight game. Uh, Aaron Hall, Jack Leslie, Stephen May, some definite big ins for the Suns. No one of, no one of note to be... Uh, let go of them. Interesting for the D's, Jaden Hunt. He hasn't been um, showing the form that he did over the last, um, well, you could say almost last season and, and early this season. He has been a little bit slower. I don't know if people have worked him out or, once again, you know, new players, they get a bit, of, not a bit ahead of themselves, but uh, opposition teams tend to work them out. But it's great to see Christian Salem back in. He's having finally the season that I think a lot of Melbourne supporters have been looking for. When you've got people like Hogan, Oliver, Dom Tyson around the ball, up, up front you're going to have Hannon, Fritch, Spargo, uh, Big Maxi Gorn, down back, uh, Lever, McDonald, Tom McDonald up forward. I just think there's too many weapons around the ground. I think the Gold Coast Suns are definitely on the right path with Stuart Jew, and I think he's been brilliant for the club. Um, but deep down, I think this is a game that Melbourne need to win to keep that forward momentum going, get themselves into that um, five and three position and really start to try and cement that spot into the final eight as the later weeks are going to be coming the harder game. So I'm tipping the D's uh, and that could be a 39 and a half point win, but you never know if uh, Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde turns up. Um, I could be here on uh, Monday evening doing an absolute richo and losing my nut over Melbourne putting in a, a woeful performance. Okay. Last but not least, Adelaide Oval. Uh, we've got the showdown. And Wingard is in. Pal Pepper in. Cleary and Rockcliffe in. Four big ins for Port Adelaide. Um, and if you have a look who's out, uh, Don Barry, Jasper Pittard, Carl Amon, and Aiden Johnson have either been omitted or taken out. Their uh, ins farly out uh, class. They're out. From the um, Crows, they've got one big one in, and that's Taylor Walker. He's back. Darcy Fogarty has been omitted. Wayne Malera injured. Well, Adelaide are ticking on nicely. Um, and Port Adelaide at the moment, they look like the best show bag you could buy at any of the clubs. You thought they were full of absolute goodies. But so far, they have been absolutely full of shit. And the Crows are just, like I said, ticking along nicely. They're going to get to start to get a few more players back over the next couple of weeks. Um, and so with the injuries, the hamstring injuries, I think there's been seven in the last uh, number of weeks. They are playing okay football, Port Adelaide, but I just think um, Adelaide are starting to get their, their bigger players in. 
And if you have a look at their midfield, you know, uh, Rory Atkins, Matt Crouch, uh, David McKay against Motlop, Wines, and Polak, that's going to be a battle for the ages. Jeez. Um, oh, this could be a tight one, uh, but I'm tipping I'm tipping Adelaide. Yeah, I'm tipping Adelaide to take this one out. But don't be surprised if it swings the other way. You never know. It could be a draw. Don't know if there's been a draw in the history of the showdown, but that could be the first one ever. Moving on to Sunday. Well, this is the first time I've actually picked a team who's 0-7 and seven and don't look one thing like a 0-7 and seven team. Brisbane Lions take on the doggies at Eddie Head Stadium. Um, they're down at the kennel, or the, you know their their new kennel. Bontempelli and Weber back in. Ling Jong, Tim English omitted. Nick Robertson, Jacob Allison. Going against the grain here. Brisbane are going to notch up their first win of the season. You look at their half forward line: Rayner, Hipwood, McCluggage. Uh, forward line: Christensen, McStay, Charlie Cameron. That there's some talent there. There is some definite talent there. Even across the middle: uh, Louis Taylor, Mitch Robinson, Dane Zorko. You know, they've got a lot of work there. The doggies are a shell of their former self. Um, it's really good to see Tom Boyd in the ruck. I think that is his spot. Um, heard an interesting thing on the on SEN this morning. Uh, day, uh, Gary Lyon was talking about pretty much the death of the power forward, just the way that the game's being umpired and the way they're being uh, not looked after by the umpires. Um, so it's good to see him in the ruck, but he's going to be up against you know one of the premier big men in the league, which is Steph Martin. But I really think just with the the youthful exuberance, um, I cannot be a, a bigger advocate for um, Chris Pelchin. I know Bontempelli is going to make a massive difference, but unfortunately, um, then they're not going to be getting the chocolates this week. So unfortunately, this dog is going to go hungry, and the Lions are going to get their first uh, meal for 2018. So good luck to the Lions there. Alrighty, moving on to uh, the next game. Who have we got? Just lost it on the screen, everybody. Sorry about that. We are now looking at Fremantle versus St. Kilda. Okay, this is really simple. Fremantle will absolutely cake this in at Optus Stadium over there at 8.10pm. 8.10pm? Um, on a Sunday night? No. It's Saturday night. Wow, I got both those games wrong. Well, I'll take that back. Anyway, Fremantle will pump them. St. Kilda are crap. They are technically the worst side in the uh, worst team in the league. Um, even though I really don't like Essendon more, but St. Kilda, they were woeful last week. Melbourne should have beaten them by 10 goals. It was just their laziness um, that let them down right at the end. So Fremantle, you know, they are definitely heading in the right direction. You know, having Pierce and Michael Johnson come back, just two, two people who are really um, entrenched in that team, leaders in that team, and they're just going to help their, their young guys coming back in. You know, you have a look at... Um, from a Fremantle perspective, people like Langdon, Deman, uh, Ryan, um, Brayshaw—they've got some—they've got plenty of uh, talent in that team, and they're going to go far. I think um, Brad Lloyd, mate of mine, he's um, done an amazing job as the recruiting uh, officer down there, the recruiting manager down there, um, and he should be very, very proud of the way that team's going. Unfortunately, the off-field stuff has overtaken them this week, and hopefully, all that gets worked out. Um, Hopefully it doesn't affect their performance on this week. So Fremantle probably by four or five goals with that one. All right, moving on to Sunday, North Melbourne versus Richmond. Who would have thought that people would be really looking forward to this game? The Tigers are just ticking along nicely. Cochin's back in. Dion Presti is out. Um, a number of other people on the bench. Miles Ellis Soldo is uh, in there as well too. Jared Waits back. Uh, Vickers Willis is out as well too. But the main thing is um, Mad Jack Dawes there. Paul Ahern. Oh, jeez. You know what? If, if Richmond play like Richmond, they will definitely take this one out. But North, they are just getting underneath everybody's skin. They love playing at Eddie Had. This is not at the MCG. Um, I think the Tigers could be due. 
They could be due. This one could come and bite me on the ass next week. Um, I just think with weight in there, Ben Brown has been enormous um, this year. Their back line, brilliant. Um, Jacobs, he is, is he just a premier tagger or the only tagger? He is just amazing. The Tigers, you know, Dustin Martin doesn't seem to be ticking along as per normal. Um, they are firing, but they're, you know, they're going to get into cruise control at the moment. I think they've hit the freeway, they've hit top speed, and they're just cruising along nicely. That to say, North were magnificent last week against the Swans, and due to that, I'm picking, picking, not picking, picking them to beat the Tigers this week. Okay, last game of the round, and it is going to be another rip snorter. Against the Cats, Ablett is back. Congratulations. Um, Harry Taylor's back in. Wiley Buzzer. What a name, Wiley Buzzer. Sounds like a cartoon character, but tell you what, the boy can play. For Solo's back, Callum Brown's back, Daniel Wells, fantastic, getting over those Achilles injuries. Dacos is back. You know what, Collingwood, I don't understand the hype. Um, it's interesting, I said a couple of weeks ago, they lost to Richmond by 40, 42 points, and they said that was a gutsy win, you know, gutsy attempt. Well done, they're on the rise. Melbourne lost to them by about 46, and we got pantsed. I think there's a lot of hype around Collingwood. Um, I think that they can go missing too easy. I don't think they're hard enough at the ball. Um, I think they're weak down back, especially right down back. Yeah, you've got Jeremy Howe who flies across. Jordan Ngoi, he is an absolute gun. Good luck on holding him um, at Collingwood. This is a game that they should be able to take out. Um, I I don't think Geelong are as good as people think. I think it is a bit of a smokescreen. Yes, they have got Dangerfield. They have got Selwood. Uh, they have got Ablett, but that's only three plays. Yes, Mitch Duncan's there as well too. You've got a few others roaming around. I'm just really thinking that Geelong um, are not going to win this, and I think Collingwood are going to get a scalp. They really are going to get a scalp. Uh, Mason Cox, he looks like he's he's not that going to be that premier gun forward, but he's going to bring the ball to ground. And when you've got people at his feet, such as you know, Josh Thomas, Stevenson, Hoskin Elliott, he's brilliant a couple of weeks ago. Hopefully he keeps it up as well too. Dugowie, side bottom. Is he almost top five players in the league right now, he'd surely be All-Australian locked in at the moment, even for his first half of the season. Things would definitely have to go wrong for him not to be locking a, an All-Australian spot in. I just think, um, yeah, but you look at the, the cat side of things, Kelly, uh, Radilagia, uh, Murdoch, Gregson down there, they've got a, uh, some speed as well. It's going to be a battle of the midfields here. Um, the Rolls-Royce versus the uh, high-class Lexus, which is Collingwood. Actually, it shouldn't be high-class Lexus because if it was, it'd be stolen by now. So let's just say a... Um, a mint Nissan Patrol a couple of years early because if it was a full one, it'd be once again, if it's Collingwood, it'd be stolen and the rims would be nicked and be a cash converter. So I think they will win. That is being Collingwood. Um, but hey, this is one to be watching and it'll probably be the, the, the game of the week on TV. Rightio, ladies and gents, there are my tips for the week. I'll go through them again. Hawthorne to beat Sydney. West Coast to beat GWS. Carlton to smash Essendon in the shit down. Gold Coast to lose to the D's. Danger game, though. Adelaide to beat Port Adelaide. Brisbane to rack up their first meal of the year. Being the Western Bulldogs. St. Kilda to lose another one and put more pressure, unfortunately, on uh, Alan Richardson. Fremantle will definitely take that one out. North to be the smoky upset against Richmond at Etihad Stadium. And Collingwood to beat the away Cats. Let me know what you think. Um, Let me know if you think my tips are full of... uh, full of crap, or I might be on the mark. Leave me a comment, give me a like. I'd love for you to share the uh, the tips. They're going to be coming to you every Thursday night once the teams are out. First in, best dressed, before the footy show, before the front buyer. I might not be the funniest, but I'm the first out there. So have a great weekend, and remember, take your football 
laces out. (laughs) 